thing and we're going to Croatia, Bosnia, oh Montenegro. God. Yeah. You and Hill Dog? I think his Hill Dog will sit out Bosnia. It'll be her reading time. Uh-huh. Because she always jokes that when she's trying to read, I'm like, hey, can I? And I'm like, oh, you're reading? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I, I, dude... I'm the the same thing happens to me. I pick up a book and it's as if I've thrown out the bat signal for Sierra. Hey, if if you got any questions, now's the time. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. I am joined by Julio Gallarotti. What up? What up? What up? Ryan Lynch. Hi. And Chris Casso. Hi. <laughs> Hello, Chris. I'm so happy Hello, to see you all on this bright and cheerful May day. Speaking of, do you have any idea about the uh, etymology of May Day? But what is, oh, like May Day, May Day. Yeah. No. Do we, Ryan, that feels like a you problem. Oh, this sounded like you learned this. This sounds like you learned this in the Truman book or something. No, I don't. I don't know it. Mayday, mayday. I don't a, know the. I don't know its its uh, origin. So we got Migs at twelve o'clock. Yeah, bogies. <laughs> mayday <laughs> is an internationally recognized radio word to signal distress. Yeah, we know that, Ryan. I didn't know if we knew that. We knew I didn't that. know if we knew that. Start where we don't know. I may or may not have known that. I may or may not have known. I that know, either. like mayday, mayday. I know it means there's like trouble, but I didn't know it's the international. You know, I don't know. Okay. Is there anything else? Is there any reason why it is May Day instead of June Day or October Day? We'll come back to that. No. But it is said three times to distinguish that it is an actual emergency. They say it three times. Oh. Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. Mayday, Mayday. Uh He's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 the, the, oh no, we figured it out. The uh, the vodka nips were in the bottom drawer. <laughs> yeah, the guys in the control booth hear it once, and they're like, "False alarm." Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, we uh, okay. So I, I got to come out right off the bat. I got to tell you something. I uh, I was doing an exercise class yesterday. It was a it's a kettlebell focused exercise class. And we were doing these overhead clean kind of things. And I don't know what happened, but I caught one wrong and my neck broke. It feels, it, it genuinely feels as though I broke a, a vertebrae, vertebrae in my neck. That's how it feels. And uh, I'm in a lot of pain. And I told you this before the episode. But there are interesting things that it made me think of, right? Because I'm in so much pain now that uh, I I needed Sierra to take care of me. Mm. I needed to be taken care of, which was really nice. Mm. It was really nice. What did she do for you? To be a patient. Just instantly, you know, all my chores, gone. My chores are gone. I don't have to do my chores for the evening last night. Do you know what I mean? It's good. I'm not taking the dogs out late at night, even though we do worry about the risk of her walking the dogs because they're not exactly attack defense dogs. And we've been seeing a couple bogeys in our neighborhood mm. at night, but she took them late for the late night pee. Um, I'm not asked to clean up the dinner at all. I'm not asked. I don't get asked to do anything. I just do my stuff that I have to do. But all the things that I normally do implicitly, uh, I'm just lying immobile on the couch. Mm. And she's making it so that I don't have to move. Bringing me a heating pad. Refilling my water. You know, I go to bed and she's she's getting the tiger balm or whatever and rubbing nice. it into my neck. Just some nice Advil being brought to me. All kinds of good stuff. It's really made me breakfast this morning. It's pretty much a treat. Well, listen, dude, it comes with the price tag, though, unfortunately. Which is pain? Pain. Yeah, the pain. The pain. <sighs> the pain is real. Now, the other thing I would say, Julio, is that as a 34-year-old <laughs> young man who has recently entered a more uh, 
Cro-Magnon man way of thinking, who has reverted to a reductive Neanderthal phase of framing my duties as the male of the household, Mm. it did occur to me that with an injury like this, I cannot fulfill my duties as the forager, hunter, provider of the household. Yeah, your next door neighbor is just going to knock on the door and claim your wife. Yeah, he's going to, he's going <laughs> to, yeah, and I can't fight him. He's just going to go, Argh! Yeah, right. I'm going to lose my family to a usurper. Yep, you will be usurped. Um, and it's not great because I have a lot of work to do. And with an injury, I don't feel like I can do it. And you're not supposed to talk about specifically what the work is, but let us just say that this particular work is potentially the worst sort of work you might have to do with a bad neck injury. I have a bad neck injury, <laughs> and I'm not in good shape to do my work. But but I, it's not just work for pay. I'm talking the chores, too. Oh, housework? We can't. I need to be available to, to hold up my end of the bargain. And the whole through sickness and in health situation, boy, what a big promise that is. I think people make that promise very lightly because of how used used to hearing it we are. We're mm-hmm. very accustomed to hearing it. A lot of people just sort of breeze over it. But my golly, I would say most married couples get married under a, a presumption of health to some degree. That's typically the norm. Obviously, lots of exceptions. But there's a an understanding. And very quickly, that can change. In mm. a, a marriage where... Shortly into it, you are basically, you have shouldered all the obligations and duties of the other person because they are sick or injured is, is that's a huge strain. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Easy to say, you know, in sickness and in health, but push comes to shove. Yeah. And one has been shoved in a way where they can no longer go on with life the way they used to. I'm looking at you out of the periphery of my eye, <laughs> but I do agree. I do agree because I can't turn my head. Yeah. It also made me wonder, what? who are these men that in their 40s continue to play men's league basketball, men's league hockey, shit like that? Yeah, it's crazy. Where a ruptured Achilles would mean they cannot split wood for the hearth for the winter. For potentially the rest of their life? Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? How selfish. Ride a Peloton. You're not going to hurt yourself to the degree of not being able to provide warmth for your family. (laughs) It's the number one injury, I think, men ages 25 to 45 in the U.S. And it also made me think, it's funny, skiing, the only time you'll see somebody who you know with like a cast on Mm -hmm. in adulthood, it is almost always a skiing accident. Yeah, it's skiing. God forbid, you know, if it's some sort of, sort of other accident, but typically it's skiing. It's skiing. You know? And I have a very dear friend out there. who's a really good skier, and we go skiing every year, and he's a much better skier than I am. I know this guy? Yeah. And he tries to choose the trails, and I got to a point where I just said, buddy, you're on your own, mm. because he has us hiking into back bowls. Yeah, yeah. He has his hiking pass signs that say, don't go this way. Yeah. Uh, danger. Cliff. What's the tree <laughs> thing called? Glades. The tree hole. Oh, yeah. Um, a tree well. And I think they say that 90% of people who fall into them, shout out to Patrick Izzo who told me this, uh, this statistic, like you need someone to discover you or you cannot get out. Yeah, I mean that video of the guy this season really highlighted it. Hilarious that the guy his name was Francis. Saved, who saved him was named Francis. <laughs> I've watched that video I've watched that video 15 times and I boil with rage <laughs> that it wasn't me. We were laughing about something involving. Oh yeah, we're like we didn't realize that was Francis. I just I don't we're like, I can't this even, is a refurbished clip. I it the FOMO <laughs> of that heroic act that I have is as real as the FOMO I used to have as a kid when I'd find out that I'd missed getting someone's autograph or seeing a celebrity or something yeah. by five minutes. <laughs> For sure. Dude, that, was um, funny. that was funny. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's it. Well, good luck, bro. Better Thank health, you. Hopefully coming.
Chris, what's up? Chris, what's up? I just wanted to hear about Julio's red carpet experience. Oh, Oh, my God. Thanks for asking. Um, The... Uh yeah, Bubkiss is out. Check it out. I th- I really think it's a funny, fun show. Anyway, I'm like not in it that much, but like I'm still. Proud you gotta of- stop saying that. Well, I, I'm just saying I'm still proud of my my participation and my involvement. I got to do some cool stuff with cool, cool people. It was awesome. I I I, I we are proud, yeah, and thank you, thank that's you. why it doesn't matter how long you're in it for. Remember your commercial where you were in it just a tiny bit. Uh-huh. You were in that commercial and we were all proud of you. Thank you, Francis. Thank you. That's very nice. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was fun. And I realized I've never been to a proper premiere before. This was like a proper premiere. There have been times where I go to stuff and there's a red carpet, but like, am I going, am I invited to the red carpet? Do, like, how do I get over there? I don't, I don't know. No, I'm serious. And then like, I get there and they're like, who are you? And I just immediately have this sort of, uh, What's the thing? The imposter uh, like, syndrome? Like an inferiority complex. Yeah, not thinking you belong. Or... I just assume that I'm supposed to go to the piker line. Mm. And then I'm sitting there when I realize... And then by the time I realize I can go somewhere else or whatever, it's too late. Anyway, this was like proper. So what happened actually, we had an Uber drop us off. Usually a car will bring you through the thing and you get out in front. So immediately I start having PTSD. I'm like, again, I'm going to like not go- get to the right place. I start mm-hmm. getting really stressed about it. I end up there and it was like the proper red carpet experience mm. somebody was walking the red carpet i was str- i was i had anxiety because i didn't know what to do i was texting my manager being like so what do i do do i just go i had like very specific questions i'm like will they know that i'm there uh-huh. do i have to like it, like shamefully be like i want to do it or will they be expecting me who do i talk to mm-hmm. how does it work do i just walk do they tell me to stop he's like dude don't worry like you'll you'll know how to do it i'm like okay okay <laughs> okay Sound so like a bridesmaid i was stressed dude <laughs> So I find the I find the lady and I'm like, I'm Julio. And she starts like looking at the list. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be on. And then she goes, oh, great. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Wow. Okay. One second when he's done. And I think there was some like big star in front of me. Like, I don't know, like Brad Garrett or like Bobby Cannavale or like one of these guys, right? Uh-huh. Taking pictures. I'm like, oh, cool. And they're like, all right, it's your turn. They write my name on a chalkboard. On like a whiteboard. You know about all this? You know this is how they do no, it? No, I've never... I, yeah, never. I had no idea. I, I don't know if this is like common knowledge or whatever. Then they hold the name up. They spelled it right, by the way. Wow. Mm. Uh, Huge. And then you take turns taking pictures for every single person. Oh, my God. Which is sick. And you got to pose and shit. And Were like, you with Hill Dog? So I wanted Hill Dog to come, but she was like, that's ridiculous for me to come. I'm not coming. So she oh, like, man. She watched me. You guys are set. Wait. Oh, for the pictures. Oh, she came to the premiere. She didn't do the I pictures. See. I would have liked her to do the pictures. I would have said that you two being such a beautiful couple, uh, what a what a perfect opportunity to feel real glamorous. You know? I would have liked it. I think she felt self-conscious. She didn't want to seem like she was being like extra- Oh. Like like she really cared and wanted to be in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I understand, I guess. But anyway, so took a series of photos. Then I get interviewed. Like Whoa. you know how they do that? They'll be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We were on the red carpet last what night. What are you wearing? And they're no no, but like they're like, So if in, in five words, how would you describe John? You know what I mean? Or whatever. And then the guy's like, you know, it was so great working with Martin Scorsese. Like, yeah. he's really an incredible visionary. An like, incredible director. It yeah. Honestly, yeah. But just that's the thing about making pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, they love to say that. <laughs> that's the thing about making pictures. So anyway, they start asking me questions. They're like, if you could describe Bupkis as da-da-da-da-da, right? And then they add, and like the first 10 words I said were just nonsense. <laughs> okay. I choked a little. Oh, no. As Dave would do. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I start choking. Uh, and then I pick it up and I think I said some good shit. But at first they're like, tell us about Buckus. I was like, you know, it's awesome just because it's like awesome. <laughs> 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 Dude, and, and, I, and I was telling somebody else that I did that. And Hillary's like, yeah, I heard you say it. I'm like, all right. Oh, all right. No. All right. You know, you don't want to be the guy who goes viral for the wrong reason on the red carpet <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. Bupkis premiere. And that's the only way that I'm probably making into the mainstream media yeah. for that interview. I mean, let's be real, you know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so that was cool. <laughs> then you pose, you do your little pose, whatever. I would say at this point with how mainstream having photographers at comedy shows is, I do have a couple looks mm-hmm. that I think are safe bets. Okay. A yeah. couple poses. Oh. So I'm, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. You have a few. Do you want to show them to us? I Okay, so I'll do like a smile with no teeth, a smile with teeth, mm-hmm. a slightly more serious that sort of is smile leaning, mm. but isn't quite a smile. Okay. 
And then maybe I'll do a little mm, type of face. Oh. You know what I mean? Or maybe like a lip pucker or, or a chin <laughs> thrust. Can we see the pucker? I'll be like. Ah, you're a little De Niro y. There, that's a little De Niro. Hello. Yeah, Hello. yeah. Uh huh. Or, uh, you know. <laughs> and then. And then. <laughs> Needless to say, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel yet, this would be the time. <laughs> Those are the looks. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, yeah, dude. So then the, the premiere happens. We sit down, whatever. Uh, they show two episodes, the first two, which are both phenomenal, in my opinion. Like the first one's just like clever, bold, funny comedy shit that's just kind of like crazy, random, like really good, really fun and good. Uh, and then the second one's like a lot of like flashback stuff. And, you know, knowing Pete as well as I do and also being from the tri-state area and like being originally from the boroughs of New York, they show this this wedding that he went to in like 2000 that reminds me of every single Staten Island, New York area thing mm. I've ever been to. Brooklyn, Sweet 16. It's wow. like really captures it. Um, and they really go long lengths to like show stuff about Pete's life that is actually really true, which I th- appreciate. Oh, that's awesome. Like when he lived with his mom, the house looks exactly like the house. Mm-hmm. The way the mom is is exactly how his real mom is at the house. The basement looks like the basement. There's just like a lot of really cool attention to detail. Is Edie Falco his mom? Yeah. And she wow. is amazing. This is a quite a star. Joe Pesci's his cast. grandfather. Yeah. Uh, there's a really good cast. Anyway, uh, but dude, the premiere was cool because they show the two things. Then the Ghostface performs, Staten Island rapper, Wu Tang. That yeah. was really fun. Uh, then party, whatever. But anyway, shows How out. How was the party? Was a cool experience. Party was phenomenal. It was in that, I forget what the restaurant's called, but it's in like the top floor of Saks. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know if I've been there, but uh, that's, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, it's like, pretty fancy but big it was, it was really nice it was, it was cool and um, were you there late uh no not too late lavenue lavenue yeah i think once pete rolled out i maybe hung out hung around for an extra 10 minutes and then dipped mm-hmm. out after mm-hmm. uh but dude it was funny as i'm walking in there's like paparazzi guys lined up and i'm like ah oh, these guys aren't gonna know me or say anything to me right i'm about to walk in the door and i'm with like a group of people who are like Semi noteworthy. Uh-huh. The only shout out is, "Hey Julio, love you on the yak." Oh, I was like, shout out Barstool, wow. shout out you know, shout out Big Cat, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool, man. It, yeah, it was really fun, and I didn't feel ashamed to be enjoying it, and I also didn't feel the need to pretend like I knew what I was doing because this was special for me. I've never gotten to do something like that. Oh. And, uh, what a great, what a great attitude! <laughs> it's you. really nice to hear someone be honest about something like that. <laughs> um, shout out to Julio, <laughs> and credit to you for a night of of being a star and, and <laughs> truly, you know, having hundreds of cameras trained on you and and walking a, a real red carpet. And uh, you know, I'm we're all really excited for you, and it's uh, I'm excited to see your scene and to watch the show. So. Yeah, yeah phenomenal dude Thanks, congratulations dude. thank you thank you i have a couple scenes by the way some of them are small but it isn't only in one episode but it's some good stuff so oh, check it out mm. i'm in the last episode of the oh, season amazing spoiler alert well, um, maybe I'll, maybe we'll all just start with that one <laughs> watch it backwards see if we can piece it together yeah so that's the deal nice um gotta say you're looking pretty good francis i was gonna say the same thing to you julio <laughs> Why, you might just be on the old express train oh, baby. to handsomeness. <laughs> Holy smokes. Last stop, Handsome Town. Yeah, decked head to toe in express. Uh, this is really the outfit of the summer. Yeah. What are you wearing today? Dude, I got the Pima cotton tee here. Ugh. Very versatile, flexible. I got a long day today. Mm. We're here. We're crushing these episodes. I'm going to go work out after this. I intend to wear this shirt to exercise. Wow. Uh, it's light. It looks good, uh, and it's thin, but not in a way that like makes me look like shit. No, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean, the, uh, I, you're looking great. What about the shorts? What are you rocking one. for the shorts? Okay, these are hyper stretch elastic waist shorts, seven inch, solid black, Comfy. beautiful. Yeah, um, dude, it's really really good stuff. Classy. What about you? What are you rocking? You got a great look going there. You have a very trendy look, dude. I I, like uh, I wanted to look trendy. I looked hard and long, and I said to myself, I want to look good when I'm on the French Riviera. Yeah, if baby. I'm out in the Hampskins or um, <laughs> you know wherever wherever the summer finds me, and yeah. I went with the linen blend T-shirt, which is heavenly, buddy. This is light, That's sick. 
love a linen t-shirt. Oh, no, my God. That. And it, it fits so well. And then I've got the elastic stretch waistband seersucker suit pant. Uh, and I think this combo suits me pretty well. Dude, yeah, totally. They also make, by the way, a, a suit jacket that would match these pants, which I'm going to probably cop as well to complete the look. Oh, yeah. But for now, I'm going with the, uh, the seersucker suit pants and the linen blend t-shirt. And uh, I'm feeling comfy, light, airy, stylish, and ready to go out there and turn heads. Yeah, they, like all the different stuff that you might need, whether you want to make like a bolder fashion cho- choice or you're just looking for something solid and reliable, like the perfect Pima cotton tee. I think that uh, Express has got what you need this summer. So Express is always running awesome sales. So we are excited that we have the code OOPS for 10% off that you can use in addition to the to the deals that Express already has up on the website. Head to Express for your summer wardrobe online or in-store. Wow. You can use the code in-store as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, that's code OOPS, 10% off of your order that you can use in addition to the deals that Express already has. Enjoy. Dude, I'm realizing I've never been to a, a destination bachelor party, and that's about to change. I'm about to go to my first one. Where? Montreal. Oh. Um, that's, a, I, that's a pretty easy trip. That's nice. I've that's never nice. been, Yeah. and I can't go for the whole weekend, so I'm going to go for Friday. And that's one might argue that's aggressive, but here's the deal, and tell me what you think about this. The, the groom-to-be is the fiancé currently of the daughter of the people that I used to live with who oh, I yeah. consider a sister. Yeah. I consider yeah. this person my sister. And it's funny when somebody is basically your sister, but they're not your sister. If I were to, <laughs> I can't just not go to this bachelor party. A real brother goes to the bachelor party, a f- sort of real brother. If I don't go, I'm no longer a sort of real brother. Like oh, I, I don't know if that disqualifies you. I think that if those are the choices that you make where over time suddenly this person who's like this person who I literally love, I love her. I don't have a real, I don't have a blood sister. She might as well be. We lived across the hall from each other for many years. I literally love her. How am I not going to go to the bachelor party? Because she's not there. Because it's a bachelor party. Well, fine, but I think that if it were her bridal shower, or something more related directly to her. How, do you know the the groom very well? well? And I was I was touched that he invited me. Wow! Because you know I was like oh, I guess he theoretically doesn't have to invite me, but you know if she really does think of me the way that I think of her, then then he will invite me. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like I'm always sort of like when when we hit this moment where the relationship now needs to prove itself to me, I always worry that there's a chance that right. they don't feel the same way that I feel about them. Interesting. I, I, I know she does, but still, mm. you know what I mean? Are you, um, are you, I gotta say, <laughs> you and Hill Dog are remarkably committed to your friends. Thank you. Uh, Hillary went to <laughs> my wife's bachelorette party for one night. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in North Carolina. It was not easy to get there. And she just went for the day because she had to then come back and go to Europe, I for think. For work, for work, yeah. For work. Yeah. And I remember thinking, holy smokes. And I will say that when someone does something like that, like what you're endeavoring to do, which is to go for one night, because I assume you have work or something. I have shit here that I can't miss. Yeah. yeah. It. It reads even more powerfully as a level of commitment. If you go for one night and everyone's like, "Yeah, Julio had to, he was there for like twelve hours." Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a it's double brownie points. Yeah, that's a whole tray of brownies. Yeah, totally, totally. Because it's like, well, he probably most people in his position would not have come, <laughs> but he made the effort. He was just there in and yeah, out, thanks, but man. he was there for the big tequila shot toast, and uh-huh. you know when we all. Shave the groom's <laughs> testicles together. I don't know what the hell goes on in Montreal. But. Well, dude, I'm hoping that there's a moment where we have to have a talk because, you know, we're somewhere where there's girls dancing or something. And I'm like, listen, man, I'm cool, but, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know if you want that. Is that I, what you want? I'm not even allowed to have that. You, you want but, to right? solidify your brotherhood? Like,. <laughs> No, no, I want even more. I want to be like I want him to be nervous that I'm there because he knows <laughs> that tr- in the end of the day my allegiance is to his bride to be. Yeah. 
who we're now giving to him. Yeah, but that just means him that with. knowing they're no, they're all knowing that you're going to leave for the second day, which means all of yeah, the hanky panky all the panky panky happening, happening on day two. <laughs> I'm obviously I'm kidding, but like the idea, it's like a cliche from like movies that I'm across the room being like. Yeah. I'm watching you. Yeah, but it just means when they like wish you well and you head off to the airport, they're all going to be like, Julio's gone. Bring yeah. out the strippies. Ba, ba, ba. Dude, they're all, all these, they're all European too. I think they're all, mo- like most wow. of the people that will be here are British. They'll be like, oh, mate, he's gone. They're British? I think Is yeah. he British, the yeah. groom? Wow, good for her. I like, I like uh, American women that marry British men. He's I like, a stud. Yeah, this guy's I like a couples stud. like that. He's a stud. Bro. If I were an American woman, I think I might marry a British or an Australian man. I think probably I would, <laughs> given the choice. Given the choice, I would. He is a great guy, uh, and we are very excited for them. But yeah, it's going to be fun to sort of like lean into this. Uh, you know, lean into the whole thing. So fun, dude! The wedding's coming up soon too. It's going to be really fun uh, in Italy. Going to be a going to be a ball. Wow, where in Italy? Uh, Tuscany. Yeah. Uh, mm. Like a really, really sick spot. I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pumped for that. Uh, and we're doing a little extension. You know, we're going to do the little Balkan Extendo. pub crawl. Extendo clip. Do you remember pop, really pop. quick speaking? Of, my buddies uh, called it the Extendo. But there was a period in time where women, especially on Instagram, young women were using uh, some kind of an app to make their legs a lot longer than they actually Facetune. were. Yeah. Yeah. And they, my buddies called it the, the extendo. extendo. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. The extendo Ooh. is very good, dude. Yeah. You don't see it as much anymore, but... Much of the extendo? Maybe it's just the technology's gotten better. Yeah. That's amazing. How long are you guys going to be in, in Italy for? Just uh, like a Thursday through Sunday situation. Oh, okay. And then we'll, the Saturday before, we're arriving and we're going to... Croatia, Bosnia, oh Montenegro. God. Yeah. You and Hilldog? I think his Hilldog will sit out Bosnia. It'll be her reading time. Uh-huh. Because she always jokes that when she's trying to read, I'm like, hey, can I? And I'm like, oh, you're reading? Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do... I'm the the same thing happens to me. I pick up a book and it's as if I've thrown out the bat signal for Sierra. Hey, if if you got any questions, now's the time. Me picking up a book is me announcing I'm doing an AMA on Reddit. Bat signal, dude. That is funny. So, yeah, that should be really fun, man. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward. To it. Yeah, I haven't really been. I haven't traveled much, dude. Since for me at least. I mean, I guess the end of last year I did, but I've barely been on a plane this year. Um, and mm. I haven't traveled internationally, I don't think, since I was in Af- Dubai on route back from Afghanistan. Cool. Oh, so I guess in a fortuitous turn of events, we've realized <laughs> that Francis, and not a, unfortunately not a fortuitous turn of the neck. Yes, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> the old crick of the neck. The old crick of the neck. One Fr- of those uh, neck braces. I know. Dude, this is actually funny be because funny now- compete in one of those. <laughs> it's, it's nice to give you guys- <laughs> You'll be you more durable. <laughs> Turn your whole body to say hi to someone. How dare you try to stab me in the back? You know I can't see you coming. <laughs> um, well, this will be funnier for everybody because now you're going to realize how Francis's neck injury is really going to impact him. Francis, yeah. if you yes, I'm I'm participating in Barstool's most dangerous game show. Let's go, Barstool's most dangerous game show is the show. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Um, there's a really fun cast, a lot of people I really like, some people I don't know particularly well who I'm really excited to get to know. Cash prize? Yep, yep. How many participants? Eight. And who are they? It's uh, Pat, Barstool Pat from okay. Out and About, okay. Megan Making Money uh, okay. from sort of uh, sports gambling uh, wherewithal, and then there's Dana Beers of Beer Chugging fame. There is Rudy, Rude Boy Rudy, Rudy Junta, who is the producer of Anus, I think, and some other great podcasts and does a lot of Twitch streaming himself. There is Grace O'Malley of mm. uh, Plan Bree Uncut fame. Awesome. She's starting to get into some stand-up herself. Very funny young lady. Awesome. Um, there is Spider, who is sort of the everyman fixer of Barstool Sports. Runs around, incredibly hard worker, but also very devious. He could do well. On he that. can be. He, he's he's a he's a threat, but I do like Spider a lot. So hopefully, he and I can be on on good terms. And then, um, I think that might be it. I think does I've named the app uh, have like handicaps for this? 
Uh, not that I know of, but it would be, fun. be it would be cool to sort of handicap it. Yeah. Um, Are you going to have your Jordan moment and win despite your injury? I do not. If I'm honest, I do not have very high hopes for my chances here. And I, it's not, I think, it was it was before the injury. It was the same way. This is not. This is what me. I think is going to happen, dude. You're going to arrive. The weight of your life in New York City will suddenly start to lighten off of your shoulders, and you're going to start to really embrace your surroundings. And you're going to be like, you know what? God damn it, I can win this thing. But but I, it, you know, I think I think what the producers do so well with this particular one is that the challenges are not you know. Cape, they're not easily dominated by somebody who is, I guess, in better physical shape right, right. or of a higher IQ level. And I'm not even, you know what I'll say? Yeah, I probably am at the at the higher end of both of those things. As far as this cast goes, I'm not even being, I don't think I'm telling tales out of school. But um, I, the point is, it's it, it is equalized. There is an equalizing effect in that. Uh, you know, it's it's eating crazy bugs and stuff, and you you know me, I'm a very picky eater. Are um, you? I feel well, like you would eat bugs if they were served to I, you at like a fancy restaurant. I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, he yeah. would. You yes. eat cricket pie or whatever. I sure would eat a cricket pie <laughs> if it were under a Michelin star, and exactly. I knew that it was you know the signature dish. <laughs> but uh, I don't think we're eating cricket pie. I think we're eating just cricket abdomen, you know, served up on a, a, a friggin' plate. So um, I don't know. I don't know how well I'm going to do. I also think that, uh, and maybe this is a very arrogant thought, but my guess would be, given my history, I've won a lot of things at Barstool, um, over the years from, you know, winning Barstool Idol to the Spelling Bee to various other things, uh, I would guess that people will view me as a threat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they like to get out the people who are the threats. Oh, uh, yeah. So, you know, unless I can really steamroll. And the, the, the point, too, is I guess it's such that if you if you start winning challenges... It's like the more you win, the bigger the target on your back becomes. Interesting. So interesting. performing too well is actually can hurt you. Interesting. Um, Very interesting. But I'm excited about it. I'm going to be away for a full week, man. Um, Crazy. Which I haven't done that in a long time, and I feel bad for my wife. But I recently asked my wife uh, how she feels about being alone, and she said she loves it, which actually kind of stung a little bit. <laughs> she was so enthusiastic about me going away that I started to have major doubts and think I should install <laughs> some sort of a hidden camera in our bookshelf to see what she's up to. Well, you guys have a good social infrastructure. Like, yeah, I'm sure she's not just. Obviously, she's not. But I'm saying, like, I'm sure she's doing all right without you. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> no, without a doubt. Um, so lots of fun to be had and awesome, uh, man. that's gonna be so cool yeah i'm excited for it really cool um well i guess i should mention this we a lot of people have been like talking about uh having more stuff of of my dad in the mix and we have a vlog coming out tomorrow from when oh, i was back home in connecticut fantastic um and it's very dad heavy uh, silly it's not too long it's silly it's fun great and it'll give you a nice sense of like where i'm from and stuff i, I think you that's guys, what we like to hear i think you guys will like it um awesome yeah. so where will that be uh sorry on the oops youtube channel yeah the oops youtube channel guys we put a lot of fun stuff on there we're putting uh united states of kids episodes on there some really fun ones all uh courtesy of uh of ryan and chris everything we put on there is is has their incredible deft touch on it and uh, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't. It would really help us. It if does you could help subscribe us. to our YouTube channel. We're trying to grow that. And uh, yeah. Cool. Guys, I don't know if you've noticed the shades on my face right now. Oh, wow. But they're pretty sick, right? I saw you and I, saw, I thought to myself, is that a celebrity? Shady Rays, baby. Shady Rays. Shady Rays is good stuff. Uh, I'm telling you, these are a good pair of glasses. They're awesome. durable. They are... Uh, you know, I I don't feel bad about kind of like tossing them around because mm. they don't they're like durable. I don't know how to right. I don't know how to explain it. They're right. kind of like sporty without being sporty because mm-hmm. these are very versatile glasses in every way. But they're also fashionable. Quite. I look at you wearing those and I say to myself, they're "Man, swaggy, Julio's right? really got it going on." I think I look hot, dude. Yeah, he's ready to pipe. 
I think uh, I look hot. Lay it down. Uh, Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn. Sure the is. price range is very, very reasonable, uh, and they do make great stuff. Uh, durable frames, extremely clear optics for all of your outdoor adventures. Uh, if you don't love them, you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is going to uh, give you their best deal of this season. Coming into the warm weather, you need yourself a nice, fresh pair of shades. Mm. Give you a little bit of pep in the step. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code OOPS for 50% off oh my gosh. of two or more pairs of polarized uh, sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, that's OOPS for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. They're really great. That's quite a deal. Grab a pair. Yeah. Can I ask about rhubarb pie? How's she doing? Yeah, rhubarb's been pretty. A dog update in a while. Well, yeah, she's doing well. Rhubarb is, <laughs> um, she's good. She is skittish. Did I tell you that? Well, in what capacity? She gets a little skittish. Uh, we were walking out. I was walking. But her dude, I've seen pictures of her lying on you. No, not of me so much. Oh. She gets spooked easily. Oh, okay. There are so many wonders of this world with which she is not familiar yet. Got it. Got in it, her got young it, got life. It, got it. And we'll go outside, and the other night, someone was skateboarding towards us, and she thought it was a demon <laughs> barreling down <laughs> on some magic carpet trying to, you know, kill her, I guess. And oh, my God. Just started really trying to hide and run away and pulling hard at the leash, you know, yanking to get away from it. Because it skateboards are loud. Yeah, skateboards yeah. loud, especially on a a, a a sidewalk that has the little cracks in it. Oh yeah, you're you know, constantly in between hearing slabs. Boom. Yeah, bum bum bum, and uh, it's there's a lot of noise. And I'll tell you what, um, rotten kids. Yes, yes, skateboarders. <laughs> Although I do think they're cool. Do you ever? <laughs> You ever walk by a kid trying to land a, a skateboarding trick, uh, and he's got a guy filming him on a rail or a yeah, set of yeah. three stairs? And their guy who's filming it is always like as close to the ground as he possibly can yes, be. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. Um, it always occurs to me when I see people like that that there's a very clear distinction between the guys who are really trying hard to land the trick. And the guys who just don't seem to give a shit about actually landing it <laughs> and are either not good at skateboarding and have no idea what they're actually capable of. And they just keep going and they'll like ollie and the board will go flying and then they run <laughs> it out and they're like, damn. And they collect it and go back to their starting position. It's like, dude, you're not trying. <laughs> you're not committed. You just are doing this for the look. Do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever watched those kinds of kids? Like, as you say it, like, it's making sense to me. I'm not sure I've noticed that specifically. Like, to me, I'm like, oh, like, they must just be trying and trying to get better. But, like, you're probably right. Like, there's the the brand package is a selling point. Yeah. So it's like, whatever, I can just be trying to skateboard, and that's good enough for me because I look like a skateboarder, which makes me cool, and that was my goal here. That's it. And uh, none of them wear helmets. Yeah, I don't understand that. If you were to see a guy wearing a helmet, you would know that he was very serious about his skateboarding career. <laughs> Probably a dork. That's no, that's a guy who's been through the ringer and wants to protect his yeah. longevity because he's probably sponsored. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I do. I know some. I've, I've met some like really good skate skating people. Skaters. Skaters. You can say skaters. Skating people. We and know what we're talking about. I don't know, dude. They seem to not wear helmets very often. They seem to be like. As a as a group, it's funny. They have a lot of energy, but also like angst. It seems yeah, like. a lot it's like of an angst. angsty group. Like I'll never forget this. One of the guys I knew who's like a big skater guy, and he's actually extremely successful as well. Wow, this might be kind of telling too much information. That that it's might okay. be that might make it obvious who this is. Whatever. So <laughs> is he a pro skateboarder? I like I, let's keep it ambiguous. But oh, here I don't, goes Julia I'm about once to, again. I'm about to tell a story that like shows that like would portray him slightly negatively. Oh, so okay. I don't want to. Okay, we'll leave it there. Though. But like to me, this thing that he did is like a very guy who's a skater only thing to do. Okay. 
I'm making a massive blanket judgment there, but we're at a bar and we're, we're like drinking and we're like partying and it's like, it's a busy bar. So you might not have noticed this, but at one point he just takes his drink and smashes it on the floor. What? A cocktail smashes it on the floor and then just goes, Woo! <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my like, God. I was like, what the fuck? Did they kick him out? No. Did it was they like, notice? It was a big and loud and busy enough place that nobody noticed. He just got away with it? He just fully got away with it. Oh, Lord. Didn't hesitate to do it. And like, is a, is a little, uh, what's the word? Not naughty. He's a vandal. He's a little bit of a vandal. I don't like vandals. He's a little bit of a vandal. I really don't like vandals, Julio. That culture has a bit of it in it. It definitely does. You know? It's the 90s carryover. Right. We've circled back. We've circled back to it. And I remember distinctly the vandalism of the '90s, the destructiveness, the the show. The, it was it was an a lot of the time, it was an affect. I thought, I thought a lot of the kids that would destroy things. I remember specifically shop front windows. They would even knock a window out, but not go and loot the store. So it was yeah. just pure destruction. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like all right, well, if you created access to a fucking, you know. <sighs> Gosh, gosh, bagosh! You might as well go in and get some socks. Um, <laughs> no, but a lot. It would be that, or it would. A lot of the time, they would smash out. Um, do you know, like fire extinguishers that would be held behind glass? Yeah, right. And break in case of emergency. They would break those kinds of glasses. Those kids would pick on me a little bit too. Yeah, I don't I like those kids. Call it bullying, but I don't like vandals at all. I don't like them. Yeah. Really, don't like vandals. Not a good luck. Can I share something about? Yeah. Dealing yeah. with the skater bros, please. Mm-hmm. So I was a closeted skater. I didn't tell people I skateboarded, but I always did it every day in middle school. Wow. And I had a ramp, and oh. I was trying all the time. You're pretty good. <laughs> I trying all. I was the trying time. all the time, <laughs> and trying, all trying the time. and trying and trying, and I kept it to myself because there was a group of people in my middle school. They would loiter around the Burger King. They would yeah. cause a lot of trouble. They'd always get kicked out. And they were doing a lot of things that you were describing. And I went to Burger King one day with my friends, and they started bullying us. Oh, my and they God. Were, they were just, you know, calling please us little bitches. Tell me, please tell me you took one of their skateboards, kick-flipped, and they were like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Daniel LaRusso moment. I don't want to c- cut your story short, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love where this is going. The next day, or, or maybe later that week, it was a Friday. And the middle school is by the elementary school. And the elementary school has this outdoor, con- like, nice, smooth concrete. Mm-hmm. And they get me a little bit of a push as they walked by me at the end of the day. And then they called me a pussy. And it became a little bit of a thing. And I said, do you guys have your skateboards? And they were like, yeah. And I said, you like bullying me. And they're like, yeah. Is this real? You're this telling is real. a real story this right is real. now? Not like an episode of a Disney show? <laughs> it feels seriously, like it. Seriously. And, and they're like, oh, yeah? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, all right, meet us at the concrete by the elementary school. I bet you can't even do a kickflip. And I was like. They said that to you? Yeah. And I was like, okay. So me and my four friends went with them and their six people. And people were congregating around. And I grabbed Sam Fickinger's skateboard. And in the first attempt, I landed a kickflip. Wow. Oh, my God. And it was only the second time I've ever landed a kickflip. Oh, what? Yeah. Wow. Pressure. Good and for you, uh, they never bothered me again. Wow. wow. Sam Fickinger and Jesse. And now wow. Sam Fickinger is the manager of that Burger King. Mm. <laughs> and, and a loser to this day. <laughs> Dude, you... Uh, Damn, bro. That's crazy. Good for you, man. You're a gamer. That's amazing, Ryan. You should Ryan. be in the, in the uh, Barstool Most Dangerous Game. Apparently. Yeah, that's awesome, Ryan. Some skateboard. That's well a great done, story. Well that done. reminds me of uh, Zac Efron in High School Musical <laughs> when he has the basketball and there's a kid who like comes in to bully him and he starts like pushing it around and spinning it on his finger and he's like telling all these things and puts him in his place. <laughs> that's a great scene. That yeah. is good. Classic scene. That's what that scene was like. Wow. Oh, I life love changing. that. Life changing. I that's love uh showing up bullies. <laughs> that's so great, man. Dude, I have a I have a not the same kind of story, but I've been meaning to mention this cuz it's such an absurd story. And I don't think I've ever told this on the pod. And if I have, you guys can stop me. But uh did I ever tell you about the time where 
this is probably the seventh time I did some version of stand-up comedy, and it was f- me performing for Alec Baldwin at l- at a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I didn't tell you this. No. Okay, so I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be a comedian, right? This is 2008. In 2008, I begin. So I do. Wow. I start doing one show a month, and that turns into maybe one or two a week. But by the time the summer arrives, I've done, you know, 25 shows maybe. Right? Okay. And I'm not good. I don't know. I don't really know much, whatever. So these people that I'm friends with, uh, Alec Baldwin is like lives close to them in, in on Long Island. Uh-huh. And they're like, so Alec Baldwin's going to come over. He's coming over for lunch. You should perform for him. Oh, my God. You should perform for him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Okay. Wow. So, but dude, like, you know, now, you know, we're comedians and we understand that the idea of somebody getting up and performing next to a lunch. So anyway, now I'm tasked (laughs) with, all right, you're going to perform for Alec Baldwin. (laughs) And, you know, being, so I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, Alec Baldwin, like SNL, like before you like understand comedy at all, the SNL is like the only tangible thing you know about. Yes. You're like, oh, but you do characters. You, you you know you your impression of that guy they're gonna love there's nothing like that out there <laughs> there's nothing like that they're not doing that you know what i mean like that is the thing everybody is gonna be on snl and their whole family tells them they should be on snl because they were yeah, funny right, one time right so i did one funny thing you should be on snl you know so so now i'm i'm assembling this snl friendly audition effectively yeah i dude i wonder if he even remembers this i've seen him a few times since he may not remember that this ever happened does he remember you when you see him kind of but i can't tell if it's a way where it's like he's computing okay i'm in this environment i know this guy i've seen this guy here before i don't know if i saw him outside of that if he would remember me but he's very good at it because everybody knows who he is Mm -hmm. so he'll come he'll immediately he has an icebreaker he has a thought We'll have a dinner thing. He'll have a plate. He'll have two tacos on it. He'll be like, you know, I love how they always put one steak taco and one shrimp taco. Oh, that's you good Alec I mean? Baldwin there. He'll have some line. Yeah, yeah. that's Alec Baldwin you did yeah. there. He's super charming. He should char- be on SNL. <laughs> yeah. Super charming, like, no, can talk. He listens. Like, he's like, you know, he he asked Hill Dog like 700 questions one time to the point where I'm like, am I about to be usurped? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to usurping. Yeah. Um, so anyway... Long story short, the, the lunch comes. I'm pretty fucking nervous for this lunch. Uh-huh. I get up there and I do a bunch of impressions, dude. It's like really cringe to think back on. Ooh. And I was like, all right, now for... And now, this is 2009 when this happened. So let's just say some of the stuff I was doing might get me in trouble today. <laughs> <laughs> let's just keep it at that. Uh, and, you know, he was nice and whatever. Like, the fact that he was entertaining this to begin oh, with. Oh, yeah, that's Like, can tough. you imagine if you went to lunch at somebody's house and they're like, all right, now yeah. this guy. And then he also doesn't know who I am. He right. just thinks that I'm a nepotism guy now. <laughs> oh, I happen to know people who know you. Now I get to perform for you. He doesn't know that I'm, yeah. you know. You think, it, I, you think it was that more that than. Student more, loans and shit. You think it was that more than having like the five year old stand up at the party to sing the song that they learned? And at least that like, guy's oh. five, bro. At least he's five. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was in my twenties. <laughs> it's not like all right, sing your song. And Julio I'm like, prepared something for you, Alec. <laughs> Julio, are you ready? It's not ready yet. I don't. I don't know. The sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Hamming it up, dude. That's great. Uh, So anyway, I did it. And then after, he was like, oh, so you want to do this? I forget what he said, but he actually did give me some advice. He said something about like, he's like, if you want to be an actor or you want to act, he's like, you should probably move to LA. He's like, "It's, it's easier to do. Interesting. And this, you know, and I was like, okay, and like that was pretty much it. And I've seen him a couple times since, and, and I wonder. If he and you did, this. you did kind of move to L.A. And did him saying that have anything to do with that? Maybe. And at the time when I did move to L.A., it appeared when I was there for a little bit, at least, it appeared that acting was a thing that I was really, really pursuing and into, and like 
the people, my agents at the time were like, you need to be there for pilot season, da, da, da. So, you know, as far as auditioning and stuff, and I, I don't really know, dude. I never fully, like, hit my stride out there, but it could have had something to do with it. Interesting. It might have, it definitely probably added to the pile. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So, Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. And now here we are. Dude, so I was up pretty much all night last night. Mm. Um, I was really rushing to get a watchable cut of my video done. Oh. I, I crushed a sound mix staring at my computer for 10 straight hours. Then I quickly slapped on some color uh, and I started to export it. But the problem was I was having an export error, which then took three and a half hours. And before I knew it, it was 3.30 in the morning oh, and it was too late to even watch it. Uh, and I'll tell you what, you know what's getting me through it today? Drinking a hangover. Man. Yeah, calm. It sounds like you need a calm. It's refreshing. It is delicious. And I do feel calm, centered and grounded as I drink it. And I feel very zen. Yeah. And sometimes I take pride in overcoming a day where I have no energy. I do too. If you realize that you can get through it when you have not much uh, gas in the tank, you sort of feel, feel powerful. Yeah. Power. And I said you should drink the calm based on your experience, but I also think you could probably benefit from a wake or an essential. The wake probably would have been good too. I'm out mm -hmm. of those. I'm going to order a new case. Mm -hmm. uh, but the hangobies are really great. They're delicious. They're good to mix drinks with. Uh, and they're a lot of fun. Uh, they're you know? so good. They've got these clouds on the cover, which make me, that's how I feel. I feel like I'm just gently lying in the clouds. <laughs> Uh, when I'm drinking my calm, sh shortly thereafter, you just feel very at ease mm. and and satisfied. Oh, yeah. Big fans, this is the you know absolute official drink of Oops the Podcast, without a doubt. And Big right time. now, you can get them, guys. Thirty percent off. Thirty percent off with code Oops I'm Hung at Hangobi.com. Oops I'm Hung is the code, no apostrophe in I'm. Oops I'm Hung. Thirty percent off. Get yourself a case or two. Uh, it's absolutely delicious. Try this wonderful tonic. Speaking of which, thank you guys for helping me because we had the conversation on the pod about Afghanistan. And per everybody's, uh, I did a poll and it was very heavily in favor of a series. So it's going to be a series. Great. Uh, you spoke, we listened. <laughs> 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 but it's, it's going to be five parts. Um, wow. Awesome. Yeah, so it'll be like parts one through four, and there's episode 3.5 that's like a s sort of relate. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, An you know interstitial kind of? Sort of, yeah. It's sort of like a step to the right mm. from the straight shot of the plot, mm -hmm. but I like the way that it, it plays. I like The series element is really grown on me a lot, and I think it's going to be really good. So awesome. So should be done pretty soon Wow. and uh, ready for you guys to... And there'll probably be a, you can pay to watch it without ads for free. Uh, sorry, you can pay to watch it without ads, or you can watch it for free on YouTube a week later type of thing. So whichever you prefer. Awesome, buddy. It's cool, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wow. Where are we at? Got I got it. one more thing. I got yeah. Right. Um, so, all right, dude. So I saw something in public that was pretty funny. I saw somebody be polite but then very quickly show that they are just like an extra person. Mm. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you can like be polite and if somebody sneezes and you're like, bless you, there is a small chance that the person who does that is a little unhinged. Okay. And th it happened in this situation. This is what happened. Okay. Somebody sneezed in a store. It was like a fancy store. Mm -hmm. Hill Dog was doing some shopping. It wasn't even a fancy store. It was just a store downtown. Sounds like it was a fancy store. It was in Manhattan. It was downtown. And I was sitting because the second we go in the store, I sit. <laughs> yeah, I find the couch too. and I sit immediately. <laughs> Did they ever bring you a beer? No, but I know that when they have them, you fucking hit it. Sometimes they'll do that. Yeah. I, at Rag and Bone in Soho, they brought me a Peroni. Dude, remember we or had, got cocktails. It was really nice. Yes. Was sick. It yes. was fun. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know that you could do that. It was impressive to watch Francis yeah. do that. Um, yeah. So anyway, somebody sneezed. Somebody goes, bless you. I was like, oh, that was nice. And mm -hmm. then she goes, I mean, what, what was that, a sneeze? Or what was, what was going on? <laughs> I, I don't know what was going on there. I was like, what the who, fuck? Who, who said that? The person who said bless yes. you? <laughs> I was like, that the is so he, Was bizarre. he mocking the person for sneezing? I don't think she was trying to, but oh. the sneeze was a little, it was like one of those sneezes that was kind of just like. It wasn't like a uh, the the lava shooting straight up. It's like the half of the mountain exploded. Uh, sneeze. Yeah, it was a yeah, little messy. yeah. 
I don't know what it was, but you know what I mean. Shooting a parrot with a shotgun. Yeah, not yeah. a graceful scene. Oh, yeah. what? <laughs> that's that's what the sound you made <laughs> was. Yeah, you tell me, you would go back and listen to that sound Julio made and tell me that's not a parrot <laughs> yeah. being knocked off its stupid little perch with a shotgun. Seriously, dude. Yeah. Truly. Um, uh, I like that. But, that's good. yeah, so that person is likely self-conscious about that sneeze, too. Yes. To so be like, bless you. Thank you. I mean, what, is that a sneeze? Or yeah, you're kind of undoing the goodness <laughs> of your going bless on there? you. I know. I yeah. was like shocked. Huh. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. One more random thought, and I think we should do an email if you're yep. open to it. Hit me. This may be the stupidest question of all time, but I'm curious. You know how every soccer game or every like European sporting event, they go, oh, 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 yeah. mm-hmm. Did that chant originate from the song Sever Nation Army? A hundred percent. So Sever Nation Army turned into a soccer chant. Yes. The song that with the white correct. stripes. Okay. So yes. that that didn't predate No, the 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 chant did not precipitate the white stripes to write that song. Right. That's what I was thinking. That song was just so catchy and has a a a, a through line that is so well sung by 40,000 people. Right. At concerts, at at soccer games. That I think it's you, you know become a universal like let's all get in on this together. The thing that I've realized at a lot of sporting events is that chants and certain things, it, it it's very hard to keep the unison of it together. Do you know what I mean? Uh, anytime I'm at like a Ranger hockey game and you people start chanting "Let's go Rangers!" within four "Let's go Rangers," the other side of the stadium is completely on a different word from our side. Yeah. And yeah. it all crumbles into ambient noise. Yeah. And songs don't do that. I don't know if... I, I've always wondered about this. It's a good that you brought this up. In European soccer stadiums, they can sing songs to a word in unison. And that's what they prefer to do. And they pick them up out of nowhere. I don't know who's leading that charge. Mm. There's no writing up on a jumbotron saying start <laughs> singing in one, two, three, uh, and yet they hold it. They're of one voice, and it's amazing. It is impressive. We don't really seem to have that ability. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder what it is and why. I think my guess is that certain songs you can you can keep together more easily than other songs, but I think that even certain songs here in America. One group will get ahead, and then you know you're on a different word or a different verse, and it's all it all gets jumbled. jumbled. But Maybe, they don't yeah. seem to they don't lose the thread. They're all thinking hive mind song. And also, yeah, well, the uh, the one thing that might help is that if you're repeating the same thing over and over again, it might be easier to like get get out of sync. Mm-hmm. Whereas a song is more slightly more defined, right? Even though, let's go Rangers. Should be theoretically be kind of obvious. Yeah. If you do it enough, I could see it going out of sync. Right. Also, what helps too is if there is a a jumbotron or a major speaker system oh, giving has... us the bomb, bomb, defense. Yeah, yeah. If you've got some <laughs> sort of dun, dun, the organ guide, yes, yeah. with which to maintain your song. Dude, my cousin in Italy. I have this cousin who's constantly at soccer events. Mm-hmm. I believe for Inter. Inter, Milan, wow, they're having yeah. a good season, yeah. Are they? I, I think they're really in the follow. Champions League semifinal right now. Oh, wow. So the two Milan teams are. He is always at uh, games, uh-huh. chanting and singing along. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be, in, he'll be like walking down the street, and I think he's like protesting. And I'm like, oh, is he like doing some political thing? And then it turns out it's just like a soccer parade. Yeah, yeah. And it's not even like, yeah, what is that? There's nothing, nothing even happened. Yeah. Is it like game day? Is that European tailgating? Parading? They, they carry their allegiance everywhere. Yeah. They carry it everywhere. We speaking of Bosnia, we were dry did I ever tell you this? We drove from um Montenegro. We took taxis from Montenegro to Havar to to split to take a boat to Havar in Croatia. And we had planned to take the taxis just to Dubrovnik and get on a boat oh, yeah. there. But the boat was full, so we oh, we shit. had to go on to split. 
And it, I mean, we drove for like seven hours. Yeah, I don't even know what it was. I was thinking that so far drive. We drove through Bosnia, through oh, really? all kinds of places. Just just briefly. We had, but we had to go through a checkpoint. Oh, yeah. nice. Um, it, ca- it counts. It counts, it counts dude. Check it off. <laughs> and we we got out. You know, my buddy had bought a, a shirt in uh, some silly stand in uh, in Montenegro that was a Serbian soccer team. Okay. And we got to Croatia, stepped out of the taxi after a seven-hour drive, and within one second, a guy had come over to him and was like, take that off. Really? He goes, you need to take that off? And my buddy was like, what? And he was like, I realize you're not from here. You need to take that off right now for your own safety. Wow. Said that to him. Those dude, that's fucking awesome. He was like, you need to take that shirt off immediately, otherwise you're going to get attacked right here. (laughs) Oh, my God. And, and we were like, yeah, okay. Yeah, they like take yeah. it to the next level over Sorry, there with that you kind know? of shit. Yeah. That's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, so that was interesting. That's cool. That's a good story. I've never mm-hmm. heard that. I mm-hmm. like that. Speaking of which, dude, uh, remember when I was saying, I was talking about our flights to France that we have uh, up and coming, you and yeah. I, mm-hmm. um, and I was trying to find our flights and I was having trouble convincing Hill Dog of flying on an airline she'd never heard of yeah. that was significantly less expensive. Uh, and this was a back and forth. I have won the battle. Oh, nice. Norse Norse Airlines, here we come. Norse baby. Airlines. That's actually not a plane. It's a boat. <laughs> and I believe one of you will have to man an oar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, N O A R Norse. Yeah, dinner tonight is hard tack. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but dude, yeah, I won the battle. The other flights were just too fucking expensive. Uh-huh. Uh, it's hard to not fly something that's half the price, without a doubt. You know, without. And a I doubt. think I even, I think I paid extra on the way there to get like a decent seat. Nice. So like, I'm I'm happy with the. With you guys the end be in good shape. That'll be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you coming over early? So not that early, but I think we might have like a little bit of overlap for a day. In are we going to get one night in Paris together? Yeah, I think we are. Ensemble? I think we are. Mm. That's great. It'll be nice to have you as our fearless French-speaking oh, leader. Oh, buddy. So I don't have to deal with the stress. <laughs> we'll get we'll get entry to uh, you know places that won't. They're, the French are so territorial. And as soon as they hear me uh, laying on some, some nice French-isms, They'll say, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were tourists. Oh, nice, Right this dude. way into our back alley soiree. Dude, oh, it's huge. We really need it. I have it. no idea if that's going to happen. It probably won't. We'll be a f- Francis will be a few days into already. He'll be lubed up and ready to go. <laughs> like He's going to be ripping French. Dude. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be ripping it up. And I'm going to be laying it on thick as to <laughs> impress my friends. <laughs> You got it, yeah. dude. Uh, the waiter's going to come over and be like, what would you like? And I'll be like, he just said, what would we like? <laughs> <laughs> That's like, yeah, we fucking got that, dude. <laughs> I'll order for the table. Should I? Yeah. I'm sorry. My friends don't speak French. You know? <laughs> Americans, so like, do we know what you're saying? Yeah, we just started making <laughs> yeah. fun of you guys yeah. together. Loser Americans. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that is uh, our episode of Oops the Podcast today. Just in case we said anything that was not factually correct, luckily we've got facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. No denying. Facts with Ryan. I have a French question for you. Oh. Do you know how to say help me? Uh, aidez-moi? I think. There's probably more than many ways to say it. Mayadis? Hmm? Mayadis? Mayadis? Oh, uh, how did you spell that? M apostrophe A I D E Z. Mede. Mede? That would be, I said Ede moi. Uh huh. And I would think Ede moi is more correct than Mede. Guys, are we not realizing Mede? Mede, Mede. There's the fucking etymology. Wait, is Did that you do what that on purpose? Saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's where that's from? Yeah. So Frederick Stanley Mockfer proposed the word as it was the phonetic equivalent well done, Julio. in French. It became wow. official in 1923. Wow. Just past the 100-year anniversary. Dude, I thought that was a coincidence for a second. I was like, "Are you what? <laughs> Interesting. That is that a is full circle good. moment. Wow. Very good, right? And I'm embarrassed that I very didn't pick good, up Ryan. on it as our native French speaker. That's very good. And now I feel like I shouldn't even go to France. <laughs> no, no. But he, dude, we, we didn't like, that was a t- it took that a was sec a to say thing. it properly. Yeah. Yeah, wow. And then uh, sports injuries by numbers. 
in 2021, basketball was ranked number three oh. for injuries for people from the age of 25 to 64. It's because of COVID, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Less people what playing. was number one? Exercise slash exercise equipment, 222,000. That's just because more people do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I think it's funny that 65 and older trampolines 316 people got injured <laughs> and then <laughs> Grandma, <laughs> that's, no! funny. that's pretty funny and then uh the fourth most common injury in 2021 was skateboarding scooters and hoverboards uh 5720 people ages 65 and older got injured from that fucking hell <laughs> what's this thing what are you doing <laughs> Stepping on that. Is that the hoverboards that you lean forward <laughs> yeah. on? Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Horseback riding, uh, 65 and older, 4,967. Volleyball, yeah. 189. Deaths? No, just injuries, oh. unfortunately. <laughs> Toboggan, <laughs> sleds, unfortunately. Slow, snow discs, 610. Water skiing and surfing, 474. Who's reporting all these? And who's <laughs> looping these categories together? Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if those are all... Insurance kind of... Information Institute. Uh, oh, it seems pretty walking, legit. Walking-related yeah. injuries. No malware. Awesome. Um, that's go. awesome, man. Uh, G, can we find you doing stand-up comedy anywhere soon? Yeah. May 17th, I'm at Stress Factory in New Jersey. Nice. May 25th, Laugh Boston. And then I, I don't want to get the dates wrong, but I think it's the 13th, 14th, 15th, or the 14th, 15th, 16th of June. I'm in Raleigh at Good Nights, nice. followed by Zanies in Nashville, followed by the Punchline in Atlanta. Wow. Nice little stretch, little Southern swing, rock and roll. Come out. I uh, would love to see you in Austin in July as well. Francis, what about you? Hell yeah, dude. Um, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh at City Winery now. That's June, I think, 18th and 19th. Never been to Pittsburgh. Very excited to come perform there and meet so many of you. Uh, shout out Pittsburgh. And um, I know I'm blanking on something right now. I think I have... Charlestown? Charlestown. We're past that. Okay. Uh, I have... D.C. D.C. and Boston in the fall. Oh, I'm going to have Seattle and Tacoma. I'm going to have Tacoma and Spokane July, uh, mid-July, like July 19th and 20th. So come out to that. Um, all tickets for this are at FrancisEllis.com, by the way. Ryan, what's is up? Char- is Charlestown May 12th? Yeah. This episode comes out on Tuesday, this upcoming oh, Tuesday. Oh, excuse me. I want to redo that. Come to Charlestown, West Virginia, the Hollywood Casino, to see me and Lil Sasquatch May 12th for an interactive night of comedy and uh, playing a little bit of table games at the lovely casino. So, again, tickets are all available at FrancisEllis.com. Thanks, guys. That's Oops the Podcast. We'll see you soon.